we want to bring you a prophecy update. We've been doing this for a long time now. This is number 426 in that series. We do it because approximately 2,500 prophecies appear in the Bible. 80% of them have already been literally fulfilled, sometimes hundreds of years uh, in the future, but down to the very letter. So the 500 or so prophecies that remain that deal with the end times, they are certain to be fulfilled as well uh, with 100% accuracy. That being the case, as we read the Bible, we should be able to see things happening in the world that are at least trending in the direction of Bible prophecy, and of course we do. Now, we've never discussed this before, but how many of you have heard of the doomsday clock? Raise your hand if you've ever heard of that. All right, it's a real thing. Not the Smashing pumpkin song, sorry. Uh, this is a symbolic clock face representing a countdown to possible global catastrophe. I didn't know much about it, so let me tell you where it came from. It's been maintained since 1947 by members of the Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Well, that's a mouthful. You have to be a rocket science just to say that. Uh, they're advised by the governing board and board of sponsors, which includes 18 Nobel laureates. The closer they set the clock to midnight, the closer the scientists believe the world is to global disaster, and who would better know than a scientist? Now, originally, the clock, which hangs on a wall in the bulletin's office at the University of Chicago, represented an analogy for the threat of global nuclear catastrophe. However, since 2007, they also use it to reflect climate change change, and developments in the life sciences and technology that could do irrevocable harm to the human race. They moved the clock two minutes closer to midnight just the other day, I think last Thursday, and that's the first movement it's had in some years. The clock now stands at three minutes to midnight. It's the latest it's ever been since 1984 when the Cold War between the U.S. and Russia uh, was a major issue. After standing at 17 minutes to midnight back in 1991, uh, it, it, uh, it has gotten closer each time it's been changed with the exception of 2010 when it was pushed back by one minute to 11.54. Now, why am I telling you all this? Well, for one thing, it's in the news and it shows that there is a great interest in things pertaining to what people generally call doomsday or the end of the world, or the apocalypse. Now, we know that the apocalypse is the unveiling of Jesus Christ. That's what the word really means. But people are really interested and scared and frightened about this kind of doomsday event, uh, whether they be scientists or common people. You see it in movies. You see it on television. Everything seems to be about the possibility that we're going to wipe ourselves out. What a great time to be alive and to have all the answers. And we really do, at least in broad outline form. You and I who read the Bible know exactly what is going to take place. There is coming upon the earth a seven year tribulation, the great tribulation, uh, during which God will be reaching out to lost mankind one last time to save them ahead of his coming. Uh, ahead of the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's gonna be a terrible time, but it's, we call it the grace of wrath because God in his wrath is seeking to save. 
At the end of that seven years, Jesus Christ, who ascended into heaven, is going to return to earth in what's called the second coming, and he will establish a kingdom on the entire earth that will last 1,000 years. That's the time when weapons will be beaten into plowshares and there will be no illness or sickness and those kinds of things. It will be the utopia that people are trying to build on their own, but you can't do it without the Lord. At the end of that thousand year period of time, the believers are going to experience a new heaven and a new earth, and they are going to go on into eternity with Jesus Christ in glorified bodies. Non-believers from all of time are going to be judged at the great white throne judgment of God, and they will be cast alive to a place of eternal conscious torment. So that's what's going to happen. It, not that it might happen, it must happen because the Bible says so, and God is 100% accurate in fulfilling his prophecies. All this scientific stuff, the clock on the wall, what they're trying to say is, hey, give peace a chance. Why can't we all just get along? Let's all you know, join hands and sing kumbaya so that we can save ourselves from these disasters. And God says, no, you don't understand what's really going on is that the deeper disaster is in your heart. And I sent my son to die for you, rise from the dead, and offer you eternal life. And here's the way things are going to unfold. So I believe this is an exciting time to live. When a lot of Christians are backing away from prophecy, thinking it's not practical, the world is intensely interested in what might happen. And it's a great springboard for us to share Christ. Now, there's one event I haven't mentioned yet. You know what it is. Jesus is going to return to resurrect the dead in Christ and to rapture living believers. I left it out of that outline, that timeline, because it has no timing. It is presented in the Bible as an imminent event. Doesn't mean it could happen soon. It means it could happen any moment. Any moment, Jesus can return for his church. And that's why every week I ask you the same question. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.